Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ease and Flow podcast. My name is Kaylin Michelle, and today's episode is called Evolving from a Space of Love, where we're going to be talking about discovering what's really in alignment for ourselves, giving ourselves permission to follow our own flow. We are delving into some codes around mental health and tough love and why discipline isn't helping you as well as going into showing up with our well-being in mind and taking our well-being into consideration and utilizing that as a foundational basis for an aligned life. Thank you so much for being here. I deeply appreciate you. So let's get into these codes. Hello, dear friends. I am coming to you from the swirly couch as we sift through other realms and new perspectives and seeing the mirrors that are all around. It's oftentimes when we, you know, there's mirrors all around us. And when I say that, every person is a mirror. Sometimes that mirror is showing you someone who believes what you believe and who is in the same frequency. Other times that mirror can be showing you the exact opposite. And both are valid. This is where the multidimensional perspective comes from, that all truths are true from some perspective. And what one person may find as truth may not resonate as truth for you. But it shows a huge level of emotional maturity when we can allow others to have their truths and they can coexist around our truths even if those truths may be contradicting to one another. It's the ability to allow perspectives to coexist, even if they have some contradictions. It shows a lot about someone's character when they can be met with someone who views the world very differently than them. And just because they don't view it in the way that you view it, it shows a lot about your character when you can hold that space for other people's perspectives without trying to change them, without shaming them or degrading them, demeaning them or invalidating them. Many of us growing up experienced being invalidated at a young age and it led us to not trusting our truth. And even in some cases, like within mine, I was told at a very young age, I was delusional. (laughs) And it led me to not trust myself my whole life. I had people tell me I was crazy, all because I saw the world in a very different lens than many of the people that were around me. And I think this is actually a powerful thing when we can see the world in a lens that is very different than other people. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. But I don't feel that the growth process has to be a struggle. You know, we don't have to get on the struggle bus in the name of growth. If we suffer hard enough in the name of growth, thinking that's somehow healthy. That's just a program that we have been taught within our culture. That if you suffer enough, then you've earned your badge of enough suffering And that's led you to growth. Now, don't get me wrong. Suffering does lead to growth. (laughs) It will lead to growth, but it will be painful the whole way. And this is something that took me a long time to unravel and to begin releasing that program that you have to suffer in order to grow. 
I've listened to Abraham Hicks for the past five years, and that really is something that helped me in rewiring my rewiring my brain, rewiring my consciousness that I don't have to suffer. I don't have to struggle to grow. I can focus on what feels good to me. I can do the things that feel good to me. This doesn't mean that sometimes we don't have to do uncomfortable things. It just means that, you know, yes, we will have to do uncomfortable things from time to time that will move us into a space that expands our comfort zone. And as we expand our comfort zone, It's not that we move out of the comfort zone. It's that we're expanding the comfort zone by doing new things, by being open to new perspectives. Shows a lot about someone's character when they can be open-minded to someone else's perspectives without feeling like they have to defend their own. And when we see someone who's defending their own perspectives and their own ways of viewing things, someone who's who's defending themselves like that, that stems from in childhood, not having those that were in your space of origin when you were raised, that stems from having others completely invalidate you. I've learned from my human design, um, which I've been delving into a lot, that my strategy that is most aligned for me is to respond. Where for some people, their strategy is to initiate. So if I give an example, you know, for some people, their strategy is to initiate. They can write a list of, you know, different podcasts that they want to they want to do for the week and they can just start sharing. They can initiate that flow of energy. Now, someone like myself, my flow of energy and my best strategy that aligns for me is to respond. So I experience mirrors outside of me or I see other aspects in my journey or even within myself and I respond to what it is I'm experiencing. And I found that this is what is most authentic to me. And so this all ties in of being able to not only respect someone else's perspectives, but also respect what is authentic for someone else and respecting what is authentic to ourselves. Because what's authentic for one person may not be authentic for somebody else. And so this is like your permission slip that what's authentic to you doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. It doesn't have to line up with how anyone else sees authenticity or perceives of authenticity. All that matters is that it feels aligned for you. This is the whole concept of following your own flow, which I've recorded so many episodes about. They will be coming out at some point in divine timing. Um, But there's no rush for that. When the energy to respond and share those, um, that will come through. But I have found within my own journey that following my own flow changed my life. You know, we're all taught within our culture that you have to, you know, wake up early and you got to, you know, work the nine to five and hustle and grind. And, you know, that's what success is. And we're you know, given all of these perspectives that are trained into us of what's, you know, freedom, what is success, what is well-being, what is body positivity, what is authenticity, and each of us lived in different, (laughs) different spaces around different beings that raised us. And so therefore, for each person, those concepts are completely different. For some people, a lot of our culture is raised, you know, we raise people within our culture that success is having all the money, having the big house, having the nice car, having everything you want. And, 
you do that at the sacrifice of your freedom. And you got to hustle and grind to get there before you can be free, before you can be happy. And I don't subscribe to that. And that was really what started like that kind of sparked a lot of my huge awakening process was realizing like five years ago, almost six years ago now that everything I had been taught didn't resonate with me. Everything I've been taught by society of what wealth is, what peace is, what harmony is, how life is to be lived. It was like all of those perspectives were just like, I just chucked it out the window. I was like, none of this resonates anymore. Throw it out the window, burn it, (laughs) release it. And mind you, this wasn't just like a one day sort of thing. This occurred over time of just realizing and seeing oh these are just like a bunch of limiting beliefs that were handed down through my upbringing and through our society of this is how you're supposed to live and when I started recognizing that and I started slowly releasing those old ways and realizing like oh like freedom to me is you know wealth and freedom to me is being able to live within my own flow. It's not necessarily money-based. It's having the ability to live within my own flow, live in a way that really aligns for me. And I think for so many of us, like we wait around for like that permission to really live in a way that's fully in flow with our being. Because when we look around ourselves, we don't see other people doing it. So it sometimes feels like we don't have permission to like really lean into living the way we want. Um, out of fear of like being shamed or having people reject you or judge you in some way. And I think that's, that's fully normal when you're in this, um, this evolution journey of evolving from within. It's not evolving from the external. It's evolving from within and seeing, okay, yeah, these are the ways that I was taught of how I should live my life. Whenever there's a should involved, that's how you know that that's like a limited belief. That's a program. That's not really you. Because what is in flow for you is most likely not what you have been taught growing up. And so many of us spent a lot of our lives, you know, I'm 28, you know, a lot of us, including myself, spent a lot of my life living in ways that was not in alignment for me. And that's why I was so miserable. That's why I felt depressed for a long time. That's why I really struggled in in a lot of my upbringing in my life because I felt all of this pressure and expectation to live in ways that really didn't feel good for me, that didn't feel aligned for me. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you felt the same way. And this is my intention with sharing all of this. It's just reminding you that you have permission to show up in ways that are authentic to you, even if no one else understands it. You're allowed to hold perspectives that are in alignment for you, even if no one else gets it, even if if it's completely contradictory to somebody else, you're allowed to have your truths. And what's true for you may not be true for somebody else, but it takes like the multidimensional awareness is to be able to acknowledge that all truths are true from some perspective. This person's truth may not be true for me, but it's truth for them. And so therefore, I don't need to invalidate that because so many of us live that way of being invalidated in what was true for us growing up. And so many people, because they lived that way, they've then 
chosen to live that way in their life just out of, you know, habit and programming and unconscious programming from their upbringing or from other times of their life or from culture and society. So take a deep breath with me. Repeat after me. I am safe to have my own truths. Even if it doesn't make any sense to anyone else. Hmm. Let that sink for a minute. I am safe to have my own truths, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone else. I am allowed to follow my own flow of alignment. I am safe to follow my own flow of life. I am safe to show up in ways that truly align with my heart and my spirit. Like breathe that in, breathe in that that knowing, that permission. I choose to hold a multidimensional awareness that all truths are true from some perspective. I choose to hold space for others' truths, even when they do not align with my own. Now take a deep breath. Feel how it feels to give yourself permission to show up as the authentic you. The authentic you is what this world needs. Not this version of you that you're trying to control that you think is authentic, but it fits in this box. That's not the authentic you. That's not the authentic you. The authentic you shows up in ways that feels good for you. Ways that feel expansive for you. Ways that feel aligned for you. And only you know what is aligned for you. Only you know that. No one else can tell you what's aligned for you. So when people try to tell you what's aligned for you, you have full permission to set boundaries. And we can do this in a very kind way of like, I see your perspective. Your perspective is valid. But I know what's aligned for me. And I'm going to choose to show up in the ways that are aligned for me. That is standing in your power. That is reclaiming your power. And when you show up in that way, 
and you embody that energy of I get to choose for me what is aligned for me. No one else gets to tell me what's aligned for me. Not society, not my parents, not my partner, not my friends, not my coworkers, not my boss. Fucking no one gets to tell you what is aligned for how you show up. I deal with this in my life. Um, it's manifested in the way that um, I've never been a morning person. And, you know, growing up, that was very challenging. Not being a morning person and needing to be up so early every day, I was miserable. And I was the kind of person where I was like, I would wake up and I'd be like, don't fucking talk to me for the first three hours I'm awake because I'm exhausted and I'm not a morning person. It would take me a lot longer to get moving for the day. And when I stopped trying to squeeze myself in that box, once I, you know, even once I, when I was in college, I would set my whole schedule around the fact of I'm not a morning person. So I'm not going to sign up for an 8 a.m. class because my ass is not going to fucking wake up for it. Or I'm going to wake up for it and I'm going to be fucking miserable. And it's like, I don't have to squeeze myself into that box. There's ways to do things that are way more aligned. So it set my schedule for I need later classes. I need later classes because I can't I can't make an 8 a.m. That's just not feasible for my well-being. And this is where coming back to your well-being. What is aligned for your well-being? Because what is aligned for your well-being may not be for someone else's. Someone else's alignment for their well-being is they got to wake up at 5 a.m. and they got to they go to the gym every day. And that might be aligned for their well-being. But it may not be for yours. And so you don't need to feel like, oh, because this is what the so-and-so so-called successful people are doing. Doesn't mean that you have to squeeze yourself into that box in that way of living if it really doesn't feel good for you. If it doesn't feel good for you and you're like, I'm doing it in the name of success and growth, you're really just <laughs> like putting yourself through a place of massive struggle and living out of your own integrity. So, this is where integrity really comes in of what is an integrity and an alignment for you? So, for me, I started coming to this place of, okay. I'm a night owl. That is when I just, I flow best and I love the nighttime, but it's like, I need sleep. So like, I, I'm not a morning person. So I don't schedule things for myself in the morning. If someone's like, oh, we need to do a meeting. Can we do it at, at 8 a.m.? I can sit there and I have the choice of saying, oh, well, yeah, let me put my well-being aside for this meeting as if this meeting is more important than my well-being in the name of growth. Like, let that sit. When you start realizing all the ways that you're putting other things above your well-being, you'll start to realize why you're not feeling so great. It's like, oh, I'm putting all these other things in front of my well-being, making them more important than my well-being. No wonder I don't feel good. So this is where, you know, you have that choice of, oh, hey, yeah, I'm not a morning person. Can we do this closer till 11 o'clock? The worst they can say is No. And if they say no, maybe that meeting's not that important for you to be at. The universe wants you to live in flow. Because when you're in flow and you're in your alignment, things happen so much easier. Because you're not standing in the way. Trying to squeeze yourself into this way of being that doesn't really feel good for you. Because like you notice when you're not feeling good, you attract all sorts of other things into your life that also don't make you feel good. So this is where it's like imperative to like make feeling good a priority. 
Because when you feel good, you attract all sorts of amazing things into your life. Amazing opportunities, amazing people, amazing conversations, amazing synchronicities. And that's all stemming from the energy that you are holding. This universe is merely responding to your energy. So you can wake up at 5 a.m. and hate your life and be like, it's in the name of growth. But you're miserable. So is it really helping you? In the name of growth? Are you really growing if you're miserable? I mean, from one perspective, you are. But if you're choosing that every day, you're choosing to be miserable. You have the ability to choose differently. That is the cheat code, the sovereignty cheat code. I choose. What do you choose? Is it I choose to put my well-being second to everything else in the name of growth? Or I choose to put my well-being as my priority because my life is way better when I'm honoring my well-being. Your well-being is the foundational basis of your entire experience. If your well-being is suffering, you then are attracting suffering into your life in other ways. This is where taking care of you needs to be imperative. If you want to feel better, at least. I mean, you have free will. You can choose whatever experience you want to choose. And there's going to be all sorts of lessons and gems inside of those, ex- inside of whatever it is you choose. But you can choose to feel good. You can choose to live a life that looks different than the rest of the world and feel really good doing it. And still be successful. And still be prosperous. And still have freedom of your time. It's just you're doing it in a different way. Our society wants you to do it in the like way that society has like programmed into everybody. So that you're miserable and you're not standing in your power. But we don't have to choose that. And I know it can be really challenging when you look around and you see other people in your life who are doing it differently. And they see you doing it differently. And you might have people who judge you for doing it differently. But then at some point, those same people and be like, ooh, you're doing it differently. You're doing so well. You're so happy in your life. What are you doing differently? And those people start to learn that there's other ways to do things that are way more in alignment. But no one else can tell you what's aligned for you. No one else can tell you what's going to feel good for you. You got to test that out. So if you're like me, where you're like, I'm not a morning person. What if you stopped taking things on in the morning and you took that time to really come into your flow and into your alignment for the day? Imagine how different your life would feel. I found within my own journey that when I follow my own flow, my life has expanded in very powerful ways. Very powerful ways. Has it been challenging at times? Oh, fuck, yes. But it's also been very liberating. Because even though I've been going through some of those challenges, the underlying baseline is that my well-being is always taken into consideration. If you're someone who's ever dealt with struggles with your mental health, like this is a, a huge key. When you put your mental health and your well-being first, 
you don't really deal with as many issues with your mental health then. It starts to eliminate a lot of those issues because you're putting them, you're putting your mental health and your mental well-being and your physical well-being as a priority. Making sure that you are nurturing that every day. And then the energy you carry out into the world ripples. It ripples around you. People start seeing you be happy and they get to meet a whole new version of you. I witnessed this within my own family. Um, I was always the, I was very grumpy. I was extremely depressed. You know, I had a lot of pain in my body that I had not sat with about five, six years ago. Um, And my whole family just, who they knew me as is very different than who they know me as now. And you know, my, me and my partner got together almost six years ago and I really separated myself from the family dynamic of enmeshment and I started living a life that was in a lot more flow with myself and what really felt aligned for me. And I witnessed myself feel actually genuinely happy for the first time in my life. And then my family witnessed that. And my family was like, oh my gosh, you're not the same person. And it's like, yeah, because I'm not living how everyone else told me I had to live. I started living for myself, living for how I wanted to live and how I wanted to show up. And instead of living by what everyone else told me was the method to success, I started really getting clear on what is success to me rather than, you know, Society's told me this is what success is. You know, it's like, what is success to me? Getting clear on that and then moving in the direction of that new vision of success and doing so just by our choices. Because your choices are what really move you through your life. When you choose something differently than you have in the past, it's a pattern interruption. That's how you break out of old, old habits, old patterns. You just choose differently. Once you can see that something is a pattern, you have the awareness of, oh, yeah, that's just a pattern. It was just a pattern for a long time to wake up early and hate my life every day. And when I stopped doing that and chose differently of, mm, I'm going to choose differently. I'm going to choose a type of career that doesn't require me to be up super early. That doesn't require me to live in a way that someone else is telling me how to live. And don't get me wrong, this has been this has been challenging and I speak of this from my own place of experience of having a partner who thrives within structure, thrives with waking up early. And for him that really works and he's happy in that. And For me, at one point, I tried to fit that same mold and do things the same way because I saw how happy he was and that he was successful. And me trying to squeeze in that box made me miserable. And I finally got to this point of like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. I can't try to live in the way that he's living. And it just came to accepting that, that we're not all meant to live in the same way. And that's okay. It doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't mean you're lazy. That was the big one that I used to get. Um, 
externally was, you know, people telling me I was lazy. And it's like, no, I'm not lazy. I'm selective. It's like, I'm selective. I move my energy in a different way. I flow through my day in a different way. I like working later at night. There's less distractions. That's when my energy peaks. That's when I feel most creative. And for me, that, that aligns. For other people, they're like, oh gosh, no, I don't want to be awake late at night. They want to wake up and they want to start the day early. And that's perfectly fine. So this is where following your own flow and leaning into what is truly aligned for you. What's truly aligned for you in your way of being? your way of living, your way of eating, your way of expressing yourself, what's truly aligned for you in your perspective and in your consciousness of things and the way you look at things. Get clear on that. Because if you don't have that clarity, you're just operating off of the subconscious programming that you were raised in and that you were modeled. Let's take a deep breath. And like, let go of all of that heavy expectation to live a certain way. And breathe in. (sighs) Breathe in that freedom. (sighs) To live life in your own flow. It's oftentimes when we're going through this part of our journey where we're really revamping how we show up and revamping our life and our ways of our experience, we sometimes might experience pushback because other people are witnessing that and they're like, oh, you're not doing it the same way. Why are you not doing it the same way as everybody else? And other people may try to push you out of that. But trust your alignment. Trust what feels good for you. As long as you are not hurting anybody else, Trust that. Trust what is in alignment for you and that you have the permission to move in ways that is in alignment for you. You know, I experienced this also at one point in my journey with eating. Um, you know, with my eating habits and my eating lifestyle. It wasn't just a, a habit change. It was a whole lifestyle change of going from eating a lot of food that had a lot of butter and a lot of processed food and you know, it was a huge shift in my journey of like really changing how I ate, changing what I ate, how I ate, how I cooked it. And, you know, delving into Ayurveda and testing out different recipes that, you know, were very, very different from what we had been eating (laughs) beforehand and trying new things. And it was a trial and error of, okay, my body likes this. My body does not like fucking chickpeas. My My body does not like beans. My body doesn't like Brussels sprouts. Okay, but my body loves broccoli. My body loves arugula, but my body's like, eh, on spinach. You know, it's like finding what feels really aligned for you. And it's a trial and error process, okay? So be gentle with yourself through it of, okay, you want to revamp your life? Start looking at your everyday habits. How are you eating? How are you sleeping? How are you going through your day? Are you waking up and putting everything else in front of your well-being before your day's even started? Or are you waking up, savoring that cup of tea you pour for yourself, taking that time to meditate before you begin your day? Because that's what brings you into the most alignment with yourself. Some people may think that I'm absolutely ridiculous, that every day it is an absolute necessity for me to meditate, 
as soon as I wake up. That is something I require to be most in alignment and to feel my best. Like I feel my best when I wake up and I meditate for at least 20 minutes, minimum. Some days, yeah, my body wants a 55 minute long meditation before I begin my day. So, we had a slight interruption. Um, we're backtracking. What were we discussing? Oh, yes. We were discussing about, you know, for myself, meditation is an absolute. Every morning, that needs to happen in order for me to feel my most aligned self. For you, what is it that you need to experience in, the, in your rising to feel your most aligned self? Is it that you need a workout? Is it that you need to do some yoga? Is it that you need to go for a run? You know, is it that you just need to stretch or read a book or do some journaling, whatever it is. And this is where experimenting with these different ways of being and finding what really feels best for you, what feels most aligned for you. Society doesn't want you to be aligned. Society wants you to conform. So be a rebel. Fuck conformity. Fuck conforming to a system that does not have your well-being at the foundation of it. And so we can blame society all we want, but after a while it starts to just waste our energy. So it's like, all right, well, fuck society, fuck conforming. Let's build our own foundation. Let's build our own systems that are truly aligned for ourselves. So for you, you don't want to... You don't want to wake up and have a job that's really in the morning. Okay, well, there's jobs out there that are night shift. There's jobs out there that have the flexibility you're looking for. But if you don't have the clarity on what it is you need, how can you call it into your life? You can't. This is where I find scripting to be very helpful of writing out how do you want your life to feel? Not just how do you want your life to look. How do you want your life to feel? How do you go through your day? And to write that out, get clarity on that. What's an aligned life feel like to you? What does an aligned life feel like to you? Not what does it look like in comparison to society. What does it feel like to you? Is it that you wake up at 10.30? Is it you wake up at 11.30? Is it that you come into your day with slowness or you come into your day with movement? Do you allow space for that to evolve and to change? If we don't have clarity on what's aligned for us, we can't really bring it in very easily. When we have the clarity of that, we can start to choose habits and choices and decisions that align with that aligned reality we want to experience. And as we do this, we hold space that other people are living their lives in ways that either aligned or not aligned for themselves, but we allow them to choose what is, you know, we allow them to have their own choice and we don't need to waste our precious energy, um, you know, trying to tell other people that you got to do it this new way. No, you be on your own journey. Let other people be on their own journey. Let them have their breakthroughs. Let them have their own choices and their own decisions to make. Let them have the space to find what is aligned for them because you, you aren't going to know what's aligned for them. Yeah, you can share. Okay, yeah, well, this in my experience, this is what I'm doing and this is what feels aligned for me. 
but you choose what align what really aligns for you. You get to choose to show up in whatever way feels aligned for you. And it's allowed to change. It's allowed to evolve. And it's going to evolve. It has to evolve because as you're doing this, you're expanding. And as you continue to expand, so do your options. As you continue to expand, more options present themselves to you. you know, let's say you want to work a job that has more flexibility with your school schedule or you want a job that just has more flexibility because you want more freedom of your time. Write it out. Start journaling. What does that ideal job feel like? I'm not sure what does it look like, but what does it feel like? Oh, I have flexibility. I get to set my own hours. I was doing this unconsciously back when I was in college. Um, part of me recognized what I was doing, but didn't recognize what I was doing. You know, I was in college, going to school full-time at a school that was an hour and a half away from where I was living. So I had an hour and a half there and an hour and a half home commute. And so I realized mm, an early morning class is not really an option for me because I have to wake up an hour and a half. It's like I have to leave the house an hour and a half before I need to be at class. So that means I need to be up even earlier just so I can have time to get ready. And so I, I realized mm, that's not what I want. Uh, and it was like, I need a job that has the flexibility with my scheduling. I need a job that I can set my hours. I need a job that was later in the evening because I couldn't work during the day because I was in class during that time. You know, and by having that clarity, I attracted opportunities that matched it. And that allowed me that freedom of my time. That allowed me that flexibility and that independence. If you're the kind of person like me who likes more independent work, then that's something for you to write down as you're going through these journaling processes. Of, oh yeah, a job that, it's like, and when you write this down, write it as if it's like already happened. You know, so instead of writing, I want a job that's like this, write it as I have a job or I'm grateful that I have a job that allows me the flexibility to choose my hours. I'm grateful for a job that's really independent and I'm, I don't have a, and that, you know, I'm really left to just handle what needs to be handled. I'm grateful for a job that allows me a lot of freedom, you know, so this is just kind of a jumping off point, whether it's a job or a career or a lifestyle. For me, I've really fallen out of resonance with the idea of a job and even with the idea of a career I've come more into the resonance with a lifestyle what is the lifestyle I would like to create for myself and I've been gaining more and more clarity on that of having that freedom of my time you know I for the last five years I've been involved in um, providing services as a graphic designer and had slowly fallen out of resonance with that of like, oh yeah, I really don't resonate with being a graphic designer for a bunch of corporate businesses. That's really not what I want to do anymore. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to release that, but what am I replacing it with? So this is where, you know, that clarity of, okay, you want to release some of these old ways. You got to have clarity of what you're replacing it with. Otherwise, you're just going to go back to that subconscious programming. So it's like, okay, you know, what am I replacing this with? I'm replacing this with a lifestyle that nourishes me, a lifestyle that allows me the space to follow my own flow, a lifestyle that is rooted in following my own flow and following my own alignment and allows me to evolve and expand in ways that are most aligned for me. 
And for you, this may look very different, but I'm just sharing these as examples as a jumping off point to kind of stir your mind into a deeper place of what is really aligned for you. And to dream, like dream big. Don't feel like you got to dream small, dream big. The bigger you dream, the more you can receive. Now, will there be a little bit of a discomfort depending on the gap between where you are and where you want to go? Yes. But it doesn't have to be a gap of struggle. It's choosing a gap of I'm choosing my alignment and I'm growing through my alignment. It's the difference of growing through tough love and growing through gentleness and loving yourself into improvement. Many of us, myself included, were raised on tough love. And it was like, oh, it's just tough love. I thoroughly do not, dis- do not subscribe to tough love because I feel that tough love is actually toxic. It's shaming people and putting them down with the intention of somehow building them up. How do you build someone up if you are pushing them down for where they are? It doesn't make sense. Our society functions on tough love in the name of growth. And for me, it was a big shift in my life when I didn't subscribe to that anymore. Because I, it's like if we were raised with tough love, we might treat ourselves with tough love and be hard on ourselves and be critical towards ourselves in the name of growth, in the name of calling that love. That is not love. Tough love is not love. At least from my own perspective, it's not. I was involved in um, heavily competitive sports, um, competitive gymnastics at a young age where tough love was the method. And it didn't help me grow. Some people, it may help them grow because it's like, oh, if they shame you hard enough or beat you down hard enough, you'll change just so you don't have to experience that anymore. But then the, the... root of you choosing differently is coming from fear of not wanting to feel a certain way. And I've been learning this in my adult life that we can choose from a place of gentleness, being gentle with ourselves. of, okay, yeah, these old ways of being that really don't align for you. Okay, that's all right. Those feelings are valid. You don't need to like, the tough love is tacking on all these stories of, no, you just got to toughen up. You got to, you know, get back to the grind. No. Tough love is like punishing yourself so that you can get better. When have you ever gotten better from being punished? (laughs) Not very often. Or you just chose to like do things a certain way someone else wanted you to do. It's basically like a form of manipulation. It's like you were manipulated to choose to be a certain way so that you weren't punished, so you weren't hit, so you weren't yelled at, so you weren't made fun of. But all of those decisions were rooted in a place of fear. But you have this awareness now that you can choose from a place of love. You can choose from a place of gentleness. If I'm going to be gentle with myself, I'm going to choose to put my well-being first. And when my well-being may be struggling, I might be needing a mental health day. I'm gentle with myself of, okay, yeah, you're, you're having a, a rough day mentally. All right, what is it you need? Is it that we need to move our schedule around? Is it that we need to take the day off? 
and being gentle with yourself in those choices rather than being hard and critical on yourself because all that does is make you out to be the punisher of yourself. This is why I don't agree with discipline because discipline stems from a punishing energy. For me, the energy of diligence is more resonant because diligence from my perspective is showing up with your well-being in mind. You're being diligent, you're choosing to show up for things, but you're always making sure that in that process that, okay, I'm acknowledging my needs, I'm acknowledging my well-being in the process. If you're living with the, the, you know, the frequency of discipline, you're doing things out of not wanting yourself to punish yourself. And punishing yourself doesn't get you very far. Punishing yourself makes you an enemy of you. So don't, don't punish yourself into improvement. Because change that isn't chosen doesn't last very long. Or change that is chosen from fear? That shit's toxic. choose to evolve from a place of love of okay I want to take more control of my health but I'm going to do so in a loving way towards myself you grow a lot more when you love yourself into improvement because if you're punishing yourself into improvement you're miserable the whole way you're miserable the whole time it's like well I'm growing but I'm miserable and hate my life how the fuck is that benefiting you? Oh yeah, you're growing, but you're so miserable. And then all of your energy is rooted in that misery. And then you're only attracting more of that misery to you. Let's take a deep breath. I know these episodes have been getting a little bit longer. Um... Let me know if it's resonating with you. I know for myself, when I want to listen to a podcast, I really like to delve into the energy. And so that's why for me, I really enjoy longer podcast episodes. Um, so yeah, let me know how you guys are feeling and flowing with all of this. Either way, I'm still going to follow my own flow, but I do appreciate um, feedback. Um, so yeah, mm, this has been a lovely discussion that has been so nourishing just to share and to bring our awareness back to living a life that is in flow for ourselves and like letting other people do things their way and like holding that space just like yeah you do you but i'm gonna do me and it may look different and that's beautiful you're not here to live the same kind of life as what everyone else is doing if you're listening to this, you're not here for that. You're here for that journey of depth, that journey of discovery. If you're already listening to this and you've listened this long, you're like my soul tribe and you get it that like, yes, we are different beings. We flow in a different way. The structure of our society hasn't nourished that different way of being. It's tried to like beat it out of us um, or shame it out of us. Or punish it out of, out of us. But that version of you is still in there. It hasn't left. 
It's just wanted permission to come out and be like, oh, I have permission to live life in a way that feels really good for me. I have permission to do that. Yes. People around you won't get it. Expect that. But there are people around you that will get it and that will celebrate it and that will support it fully. Trust that. Because when you follow your own flow, you start calling in more people and experiences that are in their own flow. And when you can stand in your own flow and you attract those other people who are in their own flow, because you acknowledge like that you have to follow your own flow in order to feel your best self, you attract other people who understand that as well and who will hold space for you to flow in your own way. And they'll actually encourage it and support it fully. So I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for taking your time to listen to this and to delve into these codes with me. <sighs> yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Whew. So I will leave you with that until our next meeting at our next moment in time in the quantum field. Hmm. May you follow your ease and flow so that you can grow in your aligned flow. Oh, oh, love it, love it.